Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. My husband and I, we just got back from a great vacation in Sarasota, Florida. Because of having two older dogs that we loved so much, we had not been on a trip, just the two of us, in a very long time, as the dogs, they needed much TLC. So it was a great getaway. Unfortunately, when we returned, my husband promptly busted up his big toe playing sand volleyball. So I'm thinking that means we should have maybe stayed a day or two longer. In my last podcast, I talked all about how God gives us the ability to create empowering feelings in our life that will drive us to take the actions we truly want to take. Positive, constructive actions that are going to help you make the changes you want in your life reality. The type of actions that will move us towards our most abundant life. In that podcast and in my 100 Days to Change group, we've also been talking about exactly what are the most empowering feelings that you can create. Think about when you feel on top of the world, when you feel like you can do anything. Those are the type of feelings you want more of in your life. So in today's episode, episode number 58, We're going to discuss an empowering feeling we all need more of in our life. And we haven't spent enough time on it. So I'm going to spend the podcast just talking about that feeling. And that feeling is love. Love is the most powerful emotion that we can have. But many times when it comes to feeling love for ourselves and taking action in our life, we get confused about it. Here's where the confusion comes in. Love is so misunderstood. We think it's a this squishy, permissive, indulgent feeling that will actually keep us exactly where we are. But if I love myself, I won't want to change. I'll just want to stay where I currently am. I'll just let myself sit on the couch and eat chips or if you're like my husband, that would be cookies, whatever your thing is. I'll be content to just play small and not continue to grow, change, and evolve into my best self and live the best life that God has planned for me. Instead of love, what do most of us use to try to motivate ourselves? We self-criticize. We self-critique. We beat ourselves up. We tell ourselves things we'd never say to another person. We beat ourselves up because we have this twisted notion that somehow that's what we need to do to spur us to take the actions that we want. 
But that never works long-term because eventually it's going to break us down. That's exactly what drives us back into our comfort zones. It's the negative feeling caused by that which drives us to buffer and take actions that create net negative consequences in our life, like overeating, overspending, overindulging. Instead of motivating us, it makes us quit because we can't stand the emotional pain that it causes. But yet, for most of us, that's the go-to method that we use. Because if we love ourselves, our bodies, our life, our situation, then we'll just be lazy and not do anything. I'm going to use our cars and the fuel we use as a metaphor to explain this in another way. Think about whenever you are trying to get from one place to another in your life. It's like you're taking a road trip and your car has to have fuel. Whatever you're fueling your car with, you have to keep getting more of that same fuel so you can keep going. If you're fueling your journey with self-criticism, self-judgment, with thoughts like, you're X number of years old, you should know how to do this by now. If you're relying on negativity, that creates a lot of negative emotions, but not love. Then that is the same kind of fuel you have to keep getting. You're going to have to keep beating yourself up. And that feels absolutely terrible. When we use negative fuel, it is tiring and takes a tremendous amount of energy. It's hard to hate yourself that much and rely on willpower and force. It's exhausting and it's not sustainable. Let's use the example of weight loss. When you want to lose weight and you loathe yourself, your body, you wish you were different. If that's the gas that you're putting in your car, it feels terrible. It feels terrible to have to constantly be critical of your body. I hate the way my clothes fit. I wish I could just hide. That feels terrible, which is exactly why it doesn't work long term. You're using the wrong fuel. We spend so much time trying to figure out the answer to our problems. And for so many of us, that answer is going to be the same. There's a love problem. We think the way to get ourselves to our goals is by beating the crap out of ourselves, by judging ourselves, by saying we're not enough. We've got to try harder. Everyone else is doing this. Why can't you? What's the matter with you? And this is what most of us have been taught by society, whether it be our parents, our coaches, our teachers, our friends. So we just assume this is the way it works and we never stop to question this method that we keep using. Well, here's my message for you today. This isn't how it works. And there's a much better way. And it starts with learning to love yourself today, no matter where you are at. Love, it feels amazing. Love changes you as you become the type of person that is their own best friend, your own best partner in terms of understanding your brain, how you think, what you do, and loving yourself through all of it, even the times and the days that don't go as planned. Love is this virtuous cycle that is self-perpetuating because the more you love yourself, the easier that it becomes. 
Loving yourself to the life you want is what makes change permanent and possible. Love doesn't hold you back. It's an empowering emotion. Think about the people that you love the most. Do you do your best to ignore them and leave them be because you already love them? Do you look for every possible way to berate and talk down to them to make them feel small? No, absolutely not. Those are the people you spend the most time thinking about, the most time with, have the most concern for, and do the most things for. Love moves you to take positive action for these people. So why do we not think or believe that loving ourselves, that that will do the same? When we truly love ourselves, we will desire and want the best for us. When we hate on ourselves, we'll tell ourselves we don't deserve better. When we love ourselves, we'll want to nurture our bodies and take great care of them. When we love ourselves, we'll want to surround ourselves with people and relationships that reflect that same love and want nothing but the best for you and show that in the actions that they consistently take. When we love ourselves, we'll be inspired to grow to be the best possible version of ourselves, to grow to be the woman we want to be that God created us to be. So how do you know if you're properly using love to move you to move your life forward? How do we create more empowering love feelings in our life? It all starts with our thoughts. Here's a test you can use to help figure this out. We all have thoughts that don't serve us. Look at one of those thoughts in your mind. What are all your exact thoughts about it? Let me better explain this by sharing one of my real life experiences with you. Here's a thought that I've carried with me for a long time in my life. I'm scared to be wrong. And here are some of the thoughts that I've had about it. No one else seems to be worried about this. What's your problem? Why can't you just get the answer right? I'm not smart enough. I'm broken. Guess what? Those thoughts They are not loving. Now, when I look at that thought that I'm scared to be wrong, I have so much love for that part of me that is scared, that is worried about what other people will think. And I tell myself, of course, I'm scared. Do you see how some people respond sometimes? That makes a lot of sense that you would feel fear and be scared to be wrong. I'm right here and we're going to work on this thought. It's okay. I love you no matter how long it takes to get the result that I want. I love me in that moment when I have that thought. It's not that I want to keep it. You can love yourself and want to change something. I don't want to think that all the time. I want to change that. But I now understand and know that if I beat myself down and use negative self-talk to drive my actions, that's a road to nowhere. Understand, loving yourself is its own journey. It's not like a switch that you can simply turn on and off. It's a continuum, and you'll have to go through different phases. It's not like you wake up after years of trying to change 
through beating yourself up and say, okay, from now on, I love myself. But here's what you can do today. You can commit to a journey of learning how to better love yourself. You can commit to building awareness and recognizing when you're not and work on changing those thoughts. When you simply commit to learning how to truly love every part of you, you'll be amazed at the difference that will make in your life. It doesn't mean it happens in a month, a year, but just working on it will empower you to do things in your life you didn't think were possible before. Here's the thing. Love opens you up. Try this short exercise. Say to yourself, I love myself. I love this part of myself. See if you can't feel this openness in your heart. Describe how you feel when you let yourself go there. Some describe it as lightness, an opening in their chest, an energy, a curiosity, creativity. It feels so much better than when we use all the negative talk as fuel because that that's just going to shut you down. You can't access the open, creative, imaginative part of you when you're hating on yourself. God's truth about this Isn't it amazing how quick we are to respond to how God tells us to love others, yet we don't think twice of not showing that same love to ourselves? Does anyone listening to this podcast really believe that's the life God wants for us? How much more capacity would we have to love others if we loved ourselves? Don't you think that's what God's ultimate design is for our human life? Listen to this scripture from the message. Dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. God wants us to have limitless love in everything we do, and nobody could ever convince me otherwise that doesn't somehow include how we think about and treat ourselves. So go out there and start working on better loving yourself today in all areas of your life. Hope you have an amazing day, and I can't wait to have you join me next week. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.